Five-hour energy is energy on the go. But what if you're not going anywhere for a while? Then five-hour energy is for getting stuff done while you're stuck at home, like doing an honest day's work for your boss. Getting rid of old clothes. Oh, my old bell-bottoms. Scouring the grout in your shower. Working out on that old stationary bike. And so much more. Go to the store or order online at shop5hourenergy.com. Five-hour energy. Energy for hunkering down. If you are sure you understand everything that is going on, you are hopelessly confused. And that is the thought for today. Welcome to 7 Good Minutes. I'm Clyde Lee Dennis. Thanks for joining me for what I believe will be seven of the most enriching minutes of your day. In today's episode of 7 Good Minutes, we learn some tricks on how to think more clearly even when you're under pressure. Enjoy. At 17, Marcus Aurelius was adopted. It made him heir to the throne of Rome. Born into a wealthy family, Aurelius was primarily raised in the household of his grandfather. Both his parents passed away relatively early in his life. From the start, his defining characteristic was his pursuit of knowledge. He was drawn to philosophy and he was particularly interested in Stoicism, a subset based on the notion that behaviours, not thoughts or words, should define virtue. According to legend, the old Emperor Hadrian took notice of him after a brush with death, and impressed with a young Aurelius, Hadrian adopted him into his line of succession. Aurelius upheld his duty to the state for over 20 years, through the death of Hadrian and throughout the rule of Antoninus Pius, until the day he became the Emperor of Rome. There's much uncertainty regarding the details of Marcus Aurelius's story. It's almost 2,000 years old, and most sources are questionable at best. The clearest image of the man is painted through a series of notes he wrote to himself, known by the name of Meditations. Meditations is one of the most influential works of Stoicism. There isn't much left to be said about it that hasn't been said before. It's a timeless manual for living a balanced life. More than a philosophy, however, it also gives us an insight into the clarity with which Marcus Aurelius thought. He very much saw the world as it was, rather than as he hoped it would be. That may not sound like an accomplishment, but it's rarer than most of us would like to think. The application of this kind of awareness pays dividends in every aspect of life, and we can dissect Aurelius's story to break down how it can be deliberately nurtured. First, the hurdle. Every day, we're loaded with external stimuli, and if we were to absorb each one of these stimuli, we wouldn't be able to function properly. It would overwhelm our brain, and we would cease to operate in a way that would allow us to attend to our daily responsibilities. As a result, the brain has efficiency filters. It's good at figuring out what information we need and when. It knows that if you're in a busy restaurant, for example, the sound of the person you're talking to is more important than the background noise, so it adjusts. This mechanism, however, unfortunately also comes with an unintended side effect. The byproduct is that, sometimes, attention isn't fully deployed to certain areas of importance unless we're active in directing it there. With efficiency, there's compromise. Michael Caine is a cognitive psychologist at the University of North Carolina who studies the interaction between memory and attention. In one of his experiments, 
He sampled students for their thoughts at eight random times in a day for a week. Out of 124 participants, he found that, on average, people were thinking about something entirely different to what they were doing about 30% of the time. This is a conservative number compared to the results turned up by similar work, and it shows how easy it is to neglect relevant information and fall into the trap of our brain's default setting. There are three ways to fight this. 1. Train yourself to fight the autonomous loop. Throughout meditations, Aurelius is active in pointing out the value of looking beyond what we intuitively see on the surface in daily life to better understand the world. Although attention doesn't automatically lend itself to each relevant piece of information, we can train our brain to be more proactive. By keeping this fact at the top of our mind, we can paint a more representative picture of the world. That's where awareness and clear thinking begin. Set a few times in your day to really look and to listen. Be deliberate in seeking to bypass the compromise made by the autonomous brain. There's a lot out there, and a lot of it matters. 2. Harness objectivity through another pair of eyes. One of the cornerstones of awareness is objectivity. It's a kind of neutrality that aims to see the world as it is, and not through personal judgement and bias. It's not easy to cultivate. By design, our senses absorb information in relation to where we are, what we're doing, and how we feel. The world bombards us with stimuli, and these stimuli follow a different neural pathway in each of us. We all make sense of them differently. We predominantly go through life understanding the world and influencing our behaviour like we're at the centre of reality, and that everything around us derives its importance according to how it fits into our narrative. It warps our perception of our surroundings and how they unfold. In cosmology, the Copernican principle states that Earth has no privileged position in the universe. In spite of its importance to us, on a grander scale, it's very unimportant. The same reasoning applies to people. Despite the intensity with which we feel and sense, much of what happens in the broader world isn't just about us. There's a larger picture and there's more going on. The sooner we can put aside our personal biases, the sooner we can understand reality for what it is, rather than how we feel about it. It's a crucial distinction. Throughout his work, one thing that stands out about Aurelius is his profound ability to step away and out of his own mind and see the world and himself without emotional attachment. It helps explain the depth of his insights. Please keep in mind, this is about half of the entire presentation. If you're up for a treat, you should definitely listen to the whole thing. You can do so by clicking the link labeled View the Full Video on YouTube in the show notes. So that does it for this episode of 7 Good Minutes. Until next time, let's be civil to one another out there. Thanks for listening.